Just gonna run this dog to see if we can find any type of uh, human remains that are left. Listen to Where Secrets Go to Die, The Disappearance of Derek Hennigan. From the Detroit Free Press, a new podcast set in the woods of Michigan's Upper Peninsula. Available on Apple, Spotify, Freep.com, or wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, Your standards are so high. Mm -hmm. Unreasonably high. Welcome to I Tell My Husband the News. I'm Shannon Ray Green, a journalist at USA Today. Each week, I catch my husband up on all the stories he may have missed. He doesn't really like to read or watch the news, so I'm pretty much his sole news source. It's a big responsibility. My husband, Dusty Terrell, is a local comedian in the Washington, D.C. area. Thanks for being here, Dusty. Thanks for having me, Shannon. How's it going on that side of the table, Dusty? Hey there. How are you doing? I'm great. Did you have a nice weekend? I had a great weekend. It was absolutely wonderful. Usually I am always planning it to the hilt and I had kind of an unplanned Saturday followed up by a planned hangout with amazing friends of the pod, Lindsay and Chris Craig. They gave us a hard time because they listened to the podcast and they they said, why do you ask each other how your weekend was when we know <laughs> that you spent it together? But on Saturday, I hung out all day without Dusty. That's true, because they don't realize that often you avoid me for big chunks of the weekend. You're so, so dramatic. That's why I ask. You're so dramatic. Am I, though? <laughs> yeah, you are. <laughs> you're always like, you're coming up with reasons to ha- not hang out with me. And then when you're like, oh, I want to go hang with friends to do these board games. I'm like, you go have fun, honey. And I'm not throwing it in your face that I, you're coming up with reasons to not hang out with me. I think everybody knows that you're sweeter than I am, Shannon. I don't know what the surprise is here. <laughs> but then we also hung out with Bailey and Bob Dean. So we just want to give them a shout out, too. We love you guys. Yeah, we had a very fun weekend with friends. And I also got to go to an estate sale for the first time. Super fun. Yeah, Shannon bought a bunch of garbage that we didn't Uh, need. That is not what you think. Somebody was just like, hey, I've got all this garbage at my house Uh, that I don't need anymore. That's not what you think. You approved the expensive part of the purchase. Approved is probably the wrong word. It is cool to have a typewriter. Resigned to is probably the right. It is cool to have a record player, radio, and non-working 8-track player. (laughs) Yeah, it's real cool. (laughs) But I think it's really cool to have a typewriter. Like, people can leave little notes for each other. It's really sweet. Speaking of little notes. Speaking of little notes. I got an early birthday present from Playful Artista. Um, who wrote us a really nice five-star review on Apple Podcasts. Thank you so much for taking the time to do that. And when I say taking the time, I mean they wrote a long one with lots of emojis. So We counted, and there were 13 emojis. 13, which is a lot for a like a review post. So And we, we couldn't appreciate it more. It's very much appreciated. We love the kind words. Please, if you have time to write us a review on Apple Podcasts or Stitcher, uh, please make sure you subscribe to our show. And if you want to reach out and say hello, you can tweet at us. I'm at Dusty Terrell. I'm at Shannon Ray Green. Or you can email us at I tell my husband the news at USA Today.com. 
don't want to sit by a baby on your flight, this airline seat map shows where they are. This was written by my colleague Morgan Hines. What happens if they're everywhere? (laughs) She writes, Plenty of travelers gripe about sitting next to a baby or toddler on a flight. Japan Airlines has a more effective solution, a seat map showing you where all the babies are so you can choose not to be near them. The carrier's seat selection map shows potential passengers where seats have already been purchased for infants and small children. Passenger Rahad Ahmed told USA Today that he was selecting his seats for a long Japan Airlines flight when he noticed that the seat map had an indicator for a baby bassinet. He said, quote, some of them were not where the bassinet would be, so I was curious if this actually was an indicator of a baby on the seat, unquote. Japan Airlines website explains the meaning of the seating chart's child icon. The site notes, quote, passengers traveling with children between eight days and two years old who select their seats on the JAL website will have a child icon displayed on their seats on the seat selection screen. This lets other passengers know a child may be sitting there, unquote. But it cautioned that passengers shouldn't accept the baby map as gospel when picking seats. If, for instance, a child's seat is booked through a method other than the JAL website, for instance, as part of a tour or award ticket, then the child icon would not be displayed. And if there is a change in aircraft, the baby locator icons may not be displayed in the proper spots. Ahmed, who travels frequently for work and tries to sleep on overnight flights, considers the baby map to be an asset despite those disclaimers. Though rowdy kids have been the exception rather than the rule, he has had a few bad experiences. He said, quote, I have no issue with babies, but if I can avoid the risk of a parent who lets their child run amok, I'm happy to take advantage. And when you have transoceanic flights, you want greater certainty, unquote. This is the first Ahmed has noticed a baby map during the booking process, but wishes other carriers would offer the tool. He tweeted out on his personal Twitter account, quote, thank you at JAL official JP for warning me about where babies plan to scream and yell during a 13-hour trip. This really ought to be mandatory across the board. Please take note, Cutter Airways, I had three screaming babies next to me on my JFK DOH flight two weeks ago, unquote. In addition to warning adults where kids will be seated, Japan Airlines also offers several amenities to the families themselves. They can take advantage of priority boarding and check strollers free of charge. The airline also offers bottle warming assistance, diapers, and child-friendly entertainment. I'm interested in this feature, not because I think that I'm bothered by the noise of children on airplanes, but I would just enjoy not having to go through a flight where you're playing peekaboo with the children around you <laughs> for the entire flight. You're, you're singling me out here. Yeah, yeah. So I'm, I like avoiding the kids just so that I don't have to see you doing this the entire time. It's not the entire time. You are so dramatic. I mean, okay, 95% that, of the flight. No. Okay, whenever the child makes eye contact I mean, with you. How often do they? (laughs) I mean, babies are cute. I have to, if I get an opportunity, if I get a window, I'm probably going to take it. No, you're definitely going to take it. (laughs) I have always wondered if this helps the parents or hurts them. I hope it helps them. Well, recently we were in a grocery store (laughs) and you were playing peekaboo with a small baby girl and you made her cry. Went bad. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't mean it. She for... was uninterested in the peekaboo <laughs> from the get go. I kept thinking you it kept, was gonna flip. You kept doing it until she cried. 
And the father was really nice about it, but he was also. I think he was just like I think from like from the get go, he he like wasn't really engaging in it either. He was just trying to pay for his groceries. But I think kind of he kind of had a look on his face is just like, why is this lady bothering my baby? Ugh. And then the baby started crying, and then he was just like, it's okay, it's almost nap time. So he tried to make you feel better about it, but. Well, wouldn't you say that like maybe 95 to 97% of the time that I do peekaboo, the kid likes it. Usually kids like it, yeah. Yeah, Mm -hmm. 95 to maybe 99. This is the only time I've seen you make a child cry. (laughs) But I think one time is one time's too many, Shannon. Yeah, I mean, I know you're right. It used to be 100%. And now I'm falling down in my records. (laughs) I mean, I've probably made... Hundreds of kids cry, <laughs> but you're but not it's, aware. It's unintentional. I just, <laughs> I'm just scary looking. I don't think. I mean, the beard doesn't help. Yeah. What yeah. is? Why? Why is they that? They can't figure it out. It haunts their nightmares. <laughs> why is that hair coming from his chin so know. long? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I think that maybe this would help you with flights. If you, but do you really want to make me so sad? You could make me happy by putting me in like an ideal location. We pick the spot surrounded by children. Yeah. <laughs> when one of them gets tired of playing peekaboo with you, you can play it with the next Flip one. Flip to the next one. Mm. <laughs> the scientific answer to the over-under toilet paper debate. Turns out there is a right and a wrong way. I don't think I need science's opinion here, Shannon. <laughs> I, I know the right way, which is over the top. And if if science disagrees, then they're wrong. I just, I don't know. I'm really glad that I got your reaction before I told you what the science said. Yeah. So that you can just feel either like very angry at the scientist or or like very pleased with the scientist. I just want to say that there's no amount of science that is going to convince me <laughs> that this isn't the better way. That this isn't the better way. Oh man. And if for some reason you start listening to these scientists and start flipping all the toilet paper in our house, I think um I'm just I'm not going to be okay with it. I'm just not going to be able to What actions are you willing to take? I think if you ever decide that you want like a divorce, a good way for you to communicate that to me (laughs) would be if you just turned around all the toilet paper in the house, like constantly. Because I'll fix it like once or twice and then I'll just be like, what's happening here? Oh, I see. Shannon. It's time for for a divorce. Shannon doesn't love me anymore. I see. Well, just so you know, it's never going to happen. Okay, good. But I mean... Be on the lookout. Okay. (laughs) This is written by my colleague Bridget Early, who writes for Review.com, which is part of the USA Today network. She writes, Some things, policy and healthcare, for example, warrant debate, while other widely contested subjects make you scratch your head. Take the conversations surrounding toilet paper. Yep, toilet paper. Bowl a room full of people about whether toilet paper should hang over when the loose end of the paper drapes over the roll toward you or under when the loose end of the paper hugs the wall behind the roll, and you'll get surprisingly strong opinions. In an informal poll of my friends, there was a strong sway toward over. Those who said under blamed it on cats that have unrolled entire rolls of toilet paper in the over position. That's not going to stop a cat. Cat will unroll it either direction. <laughs> 
The overfronts are passionate, though. A former colleague said, under's just so wrong. And another person said, quote, I used to think under until my husband was like, what are you thinking? Now I'm super aware of it and it's become a pet peeve, unquote. And as it turns out, these friends have some ground to stand on. The argument for over. Usability. When hung over the roll, it's easier to rip off a square of toilet paper. Nicholas Bella, who is a PhD, told Vice, quote, Normally when people sit on the toilet, they want to apply minimal effort, which means people yank at the paper. When the toilet paper is at the front, it gives people more space within which to rotate their arm, unquote. Mark Huntley is the director of marketing at Go City Wide, a management company in the building maintenance industry. And he said, quote, if you think about toilet paper as it is dispensed, this makes sense. When dispensing toilet paper with it rolling over the top, the paper naturally pulls away from the roll. And when you tear off a piece, there is little chance of your dirty hand touching the roll, unquote. Now for cleanliness. As Huntley mentioned, dirty hands on toilet paper, of course, means the transfer of harmful bacteria. Huntley says, quote, when you dispense the toilet paper with the under method, as you attempt to pull the toilet paper off the roll, you usually have to get your hand a bit closer to the existing roll, which results in a much higher likelihood of you touching the unused toilet paper, unquote. According to one study, toilet tissue dispensers already have 150 times more bacteria than the seats themselves. Most of these bacteria are not harmful as long as you wash your hands, but studies show people fail to wash their hands correctly 97% of the time. Also consider that no one has the ability to wash their hands between using the restroom and touching toilet paper. That's pretty gross, especially when you already have toilet plume to worry about. Now manufacturing. The original toilet paper patent from 1891 shows the toilet paper going over the roll. That's tough to argue with. Yeah, that, that was going to be another thing I was going to say. I bet if you you like met the person who invented the toilet paper roll, I bet you they would have they would have put it over the top. It's obviously the intended <laughs> use. And finally, some less scientific proof that toilet paper belongs over the roll. Take a look at the pattern on your paper next time you're in the bathroom. Any patterns or embossings are right side up when hung over the roll. In the under position, patterns or embossings tend to be backwards or upside down. So basically, this was a long argument for what you think is true. <laughs> and I'm relieved <laughs> that it gives me faith in in the scientific community that they, they got this one right. Right. Um, but I, I, again, I just didn't really need them to validate me because I knew, I knew it. Yeah. I knew it. Yeah. I was delighted to see this headline because I was just thinking that you were going to be really excited. We don't really have that problem with our cat where they, where she just goes at the toilet paper roll. It's good. Yeah. We're lucky with that cat. Well, in some, some ways. In some ways. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I guess I don't know that I've ever heard the cat argument before, but otherwise I'd like to meet some of these these under people and and really try to figure out <laughs> where where things went wrong in their life <laughs> that would make them make such a decision. I think you are a person who you don't really care either way. I don't care either when way. When you load the toilet paper, do you think about it every time? I do. You do, and you try to do it the way, but you do that because you yeah. know that I would be upset otherwise. Exactly. That's my entire motivation. I don't think I'd really be that upset. Like I, You would just switch it. <clears throat> I would just switch Have it. Have you had to switch it much? Maybe. It's probably happened before. And maybe if you were in the bathroom while I was switching it, I might have made a joke about it. But it, it really, it wouldn't, it wouldn't be that bad. But what would drive me insane is if I switched it 
and then you came in later and switched it back. Like right. if you did that, I, w- I just don't know what I'd do. I also think that if I was on the receiving end of such treatment as you're describing, that I would be more annoyed if it was one of those like you have to push the toilet paper roll in. Oh yeah. Like if it was a difficult dispenser. Yeah, ours is one of those ones where it just sort it's of just like hangs on the yeah, it's just, it's just a, a hook. hook. Yeah. And last today, we've got the lightning fast headline roundup. Does Dusty care about these stories in the slightest? Here we go. Five dangerous money habits to avoid at all costs. Number one, spending it. Don't spend any of it. (laughs) The key to having money, Shannon, is once you have it, you keep it. When are you going to follow that rule for yourself? (gasps) Ooh, bird! (laughs) I mean, when, though? I have to eat, Shannon. You act like you don't spend on things the way that I like to spend on things. Like, we are the same. I I like to spend my money on cool electronics that have been made in the last year or two, whereas you like to spend your money on ancient technology (laughs) that was made 40 years ago. Or books. Or longer, yeah. The 25 most popular things everyone is buying on Amazon right now. Is it birthday presents for me? Huh? My birthday's coming up, Shannon. Uh, you know, people can do birthday months. This whole birthday season thing seems strange to me. When would my birthday season start? Why would you get a whole season? That doesn't make any sense. <sighs> Why do you keep talking about your birthday before it's even your birthday it's month? It's only like two and a half, three weeks away. It's within a month. <sighs> I guess it's three weeks away. Yeah, it's coming up. I mean, are you ready? October October's tomorrow. So yeah, your birthday. Exactly. Can you just wait until next week on the podcast to talk I about guess. your birthday? I guess. <laughs> well, it's too late. Instagrammer has close encounter with massive whale. Sounds like an Instagrammer's dream. <laughs> yeah. Gotta get those followers up. Right. There's a disgusting reason you shouldn't shower in the morning. Well, Not to gross you out, Shannon, but that's the only time I shower. (laughs) Venomous snake trapped in beer can, freed by rescuers. Somewhere there's a guy saying, Hey, what are you guys doing? I trapped that snake in that beer can. It was trying to bite me. (laughs) Forever 21 files Chapter 11, may close 178 stores. More like temporary 21, am I right? (sighs) New options taking Meatless Monday more mainstream. Meatless Monday is a good idea until you get to too much meat Tuesdays. (laughs) (laughs) Apple Watch. When is it appropriate to wear one? When you're Tim Cook, and then only then. (laughs) I wear an Apple Watch every day. If you're some sort of millionaire, I guess it's appropriate (laughs) to wear one. I mean, I didn't pay for my Apple Watch, but I also didn't steal it. Keep in mind, if you have money, you should just keep that money. (laughs) Uh, your standards are so high, mm-hmm. unreasonably high. Which is better, Google's Play Pass or Apple Arcade? Amazon Prime. Is that one of the options? <laughs> well, what will the next Fitbit or Apple Watch do? What do the current Fitbit and Apple Watch do? <laughs> <laughs> All kinds of things. I don't need that. <laughs> I like it. I've always liked my Fitbit watch and now my Apple Watch. No boys allowed. Women only hotel opens in Spain. Oh, is it a is it a Shiratin? 
<laughs> Get it? Yeah, I like that joke. <laughs> 11 things to plant during fall if you want a beautiful spring garden. I do want a beautiful spring garden. I have to plant them now? I think I'd wait till spring and plant them. Do you want a low effort, beautiful spring garden? Yeah. You need to up your game, Terrell. I want a no planning spring garden. Well, you can't get it then. Mm. Next week on I Tell My Husband the News. Well, I don't know. It hasn't happened yet. That's why it's called the news. (laughs) I Tell My Husband the News is part of the USA Today podcast network. New episodes come out every Monday. If you want to check out other podcasts from all across the USA Today network, just go to podcast.usatoday.com or find them wherever you listen to podcasts like Stitcher, SoundCloud, or Apple Podcasts. Thanks so much for listening. Bye. Bye. Bye Bye-bye.